Pick your head up, stick your chest out, be strong, listen closely, cause men can't always be wrong. The time is now. This is the Men Can't Always Be Wrong podcast, brought to you by CTR Media Network. And alongside me is my co-host, Mr. Jay, Jay Bean. Bean. And we got, a, we got a special guest tonight, man, Mr. Keep Trucking himself, Keep Trucking Transportation, Mr. Michael Nams. What's up, man? How you doing there, guys? Oh, good, bro. It's good to have you on the show, man. Good to be here. So, yeah, man. appreciate your time. Appreciate your time. Yeah. Man, so uh, let's get right into it, man. Introduce yourself to the people. To the audience out there. How you doing? I'm Mike Nims, CEO of Keep Truck and Transportation. I'm a father first and foremost, a Howard University graduate who specializes in leasing on both owners as well as owner operators. That's what's up. That's what's up. Now, um, man, could you share a, a bit, man, of your personal journey and what inspired you to enter the transportation industry? Oh man, transportation is rough, man. My personal journey, a Howard graduate from Buffalo, New York. Mm-hmm. Um, I started uh, dabbling in you know, becoming an entrepreneur oh, about 16 years ago, yeah. uh, maybe 17 years ago, uh, pretty much, you know, I started off, uh, I had a, a medical firm, I had a medical collections uh, a team as well. So uh, we kind of dabbled in like accounts receivables, uh, third party collections as well. And then I just kind of took that transition into trucking because, it, you know, it has so many layers to it, man, so many multiple streams that you can create and, and get creative in trucking. So I kind of just focused all my energy on trucking and man, nine years later, almost 10 years later, you know, here we are. Oh uh, man. Who put your focus on the trucking? Like, did you have somebody in your family? So how did you know that yeah. what you were doing, you know, like the translated or crossed over into that? I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know anybody that was in trucking actually. Um, I started off with box trucks and just kind of, kind of worked my way all the way up to semis, um, you know, from dry vans to, to reefers, step decks, flatbeds, and just kind of start taking things to the next level. Um, I just have, you know, I'm, I'm a businessman, you know, I just kind of, mm-hmm. I can, you know, I can get into companies and I can just kind of figure out how do you squeeze that dollar, right? How do you create um, multiple streams in any business that I've been in? And so trucking is just, just one of those industries that I realize, you know, you can make money so many different ways uh, right now. Uh, can name a few, I guess later on, but, um, like we established like 18, 19 different ways that we figured out how to make money in trucking. So we just, we just play with it. You know, every few months we come up with a new idea and, um, and just see if we can make it work, you know, just even yeah. if it's just, uh, buying, you know, fuel, even if it's just providing fuel cars and getting a percentage off, yeah. fuel um, just really mimic the models of like a large, a lot of larger companies, um, how they do their contracts, what's in their contracts, um, different ways that they make money in trucking outside the, you know, outside the actual truck. And we just emulate it and just kind of put our spin on it for the most part. Yes, sir. Uh, man, now touching back, man, you mentioned Howard University. Yeah. Uh, being, being from New York, man, what made you want to uh, go to Howard? You you know what, uh, man, honestly, yeah. I wanted to stay home and go to school, you know, hang out with my yeah. friend still, my older brother. He was a little more street savvy than me. You know, at that time, I believe he was, uh, uh, incarcerated on his way to being incarcerated um, to get a case. And he was like, man, you can't stay here. You can't stay in the town. It's what we call Buffalo. And um, my girlfriend at the time, she was actually applying to go to Howard. So I knew nothing about, you know, even where, D- where D.C. was. I had never stepped yeah. foot, you know, in Soyo other than, than Buffalo and yeah. Ohio. So um, so she kind of, you know, helped me with my application. And it just it just kind of took off from there, you know. Um, and so that's really how I ended up at Howard. I, I knew nothing about Howard. It was just one of those things yeah. where, she was going there and I knew that she would be making the right decision. She later on became a doctor. Um, and, and she just kind of dragged me to Howard, but that was, that was, <laughs> that was probably one of the greatest things that ever happened. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. yeah, man. Like, so you think, you think, you think, uh, uh by going, yeah. go ahead, JB. I think I was going to ask you about more about Howard. You think, um, by going to Howard, how has that shaped you as a businessman? you know, being around the DC community? You know what? I didn't go to school for business. Um, I went to school for psychology and administration of justice. Um, I think Atlanta really kind of shaped me um, as, as far as being an entrepreneur. I was one when I was a youngster, when I was delivering newspapers, I was yeah. like for different streets and I had to employ people. I was 12, right? Like my daughter's age now. And I had to like hire people to actually deliver the papers to some of the other streets because I couldn't do it all. And so I think it just kind of was in me since then. And I never picked up on it until I got older and realized like this is you know, it's I always wanted my time back. I never really wanted to work for somebody, right? So the only way is just to get creative. Yeah, most definitely. Find that, you know, that you're good at, which was mm-hmm. to me, 
business. And I was like, man, I can, I can do this. So, um, and to me, every business is the same. You know, you, you run it the same, the structure is the same. Uh, if you got that foundation, it'll be successful. And so I just learned how to just kind of pivot from, like I say, from, from medical collections, um, accounts receivable, those type businesses. And I just, I just used some of those tools and implemented it into trucking. So it's, it's a little easier for me at that point, you yeah. know, put this many years in, you've seen it all. Um, yeah. and, and you know, so, so we just build from experience. Yes, sir. Now, nah, man, do you come from a family with an entrepreneurial spirit? Or are you um, the first one? You know what? I didn't realize my mother, she she's uh she's been doing hair our entire life. Um even had her you know salon, little makeshift salon that we that we did out the basement. Um, but but I think and not realizing it that you know, people always ask me that question. I'm like, nah, you know, we didn't come from a family of entrepreneurs, but the reality is we did, you know, watching my mother being able to work from home. Um yeah home you know when we went to school being home when we got back right being able to spend all that time with us and i didn't realize that that's something that i always wanted to do and so um so it just kind of came about as i got older yes sir okay let's see man my question is uh like from from box trucking to the actually driving the 18 wheelers what's the what's the pros and cons from being in a box truck <laughs> to being in a semi yeah Man, you know what? Um, yeah, I think more so box truck is, is pretty cool because a lot of people do local work with box trucks, so you're home a lot. Um, and then, yeah. then, then you got some regional, some OTR with box trucks. Um, to me, uh, and I did both. I scaled up to 12 box trucks when I first started. Of course, you know, I didn't have um, the knowledge, you know, then that I do now. But with semis, I like semis because they definitely pay more. Um, now, you know, don't get me wrong, some great box truck drivers, but you know, when you're dealing with semi-drivers, it seems like they take it a step further. Um, at least when it's um, considered to have, like, you know, a Class B, Class A, CDL, CDL, you know, Class A for semis. Um, but really just the the reason why I like the semis is because there's so many different trailer types. So you can pretty much, um, you know, adapt and pivot with the market as it as it swings and just change your trailer. Like, there's been a time where, uh, you know, drivers are making a lot of money. Well, it's not, you know, it's not the case now. So you, you take to the next level, which would be either reefer or flatbed, step deck, or RGN. So with the trailer, you know, the trailer type, you can kind of switch your freight. You can switch, you know, who you can haul for. You know, different trailers are for different seasons. So um, so I think that's why, why I really like, you know, semis. Gotcha. Uh, man, so I seen, man, you posted the other day that you're looking for some drivers for flatbed right now. Absolutely. Is that still true? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, because we do lease on program, we keep trucking. Um, we always have trucks. We always have trucks. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and sometimes we'll, you know, we may lease on four or five trucks in a week. Sometimes we may lease on a few trucks in a month. But when it comes, it comes. And so, um, so you'll see me post every now and then on social media on flatbed drivers. Um, and the, and the reason why I do it on specifically my Instagram is because I want to give my followers a job first. And then if you know if I don't find somebody within within a few days, and I'll post on Indeed. Um, and just kind of open it up to to everybody, but you know, I'll you hear me preach. You know, we're just one big team, one big trucking community. So yeah. why, you know, try to employ people that's already following us, you know, on social media platforms and seeing what we're doing, you know, for the trucking community. Man, you also you also have a lot of people that feel like when they want to get into transportation that they got to go get their own MC, they got to go get their own DOT number. Uh, how do you feel about that? What's the pros and cons of being an owner operator, running your own thing, or running up under somebody else's? I just taught a three-day uh, workshop, which actually just ended uh, last night. Um, and so one of the things that we spoke about is exactly that, you know, the fact that a lot of people just want to hurry up and they want to be their own boss and they want to go get an MCDOT. The problem I see with that is that I've been in trucking, like I said, almost 10 years, and I'm still learning stuff. It is so much to learn, yeah. so much to implement when you first start in your MC, your authority. One, your authority is new, so a lot of brokers, um, they're not going to want to let you haul their freight some 60 days, 30 days. I've even seen up to, you know, 180 days. You got your yeah. TQLs of the world, TQL, you know, they'll hire anybody. Um, but of course, those rates are going to reflect that, right? Those rates exactly. are going to be a lot lower than rates on, you know, a load that um, somebody who really is looking for a seasoned MC, an aged MC. So, you know, one, your MC is not aged. Uh, two, your insurance is a lot higher when you, you know, when you get your own authority at first. Um, mm -hmm. You know, another issue is, you know, if you have an a MC that's two months old, how do you try to hire a driver that has a CDL for five or 10 years? 
those drivers already know this is a new business. Um, yeah. They're probably not established or structured correctly because they are new. They are so new. You got, you know, you got to learn these things through experience and they just don't have that experience. So sometimes it's even harder if you're, if you're not an owner operator, you're an investor like myself who buy trucks and put drivers in the trucks. Um, sometimes it's hard to manage that driver when they know that they have more knowledge and experience than you do. So um, it's just the learning curve. You know, I tell people all the time when you lease on, you automatically adapt the resources that 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 person with that age MC has. If it's cheaper insurance, if it's uh, you know, they may have some maintenance plus, cheaper tires, um, mm -hmm. different fuel car programs. So to me, it's just it just makes sense. Trucking isn't going anywhere. You know, it's approaching a trillion dollar business and it's going to be around forever. So there's no rush to go out there and make the mistakes that we made, those costly mistakes, those five, ten, twenty thousand dollar mistakes. Um, knowing how to handle an insurance claim, knowing how to mm -hmm. handle a reefer download if you have a you know a claim with a reefer unit. These things you need to just, you know, you can't learn it in the class. And we teach classes and they're great classes, but there's no way to teach trucking in a three-day class, you know, a two-month class. This thing takes years to learn and understand. And as you're understanding it, you're constantly losing money. Right. So I always say lease on, learn the game, establish those resources, maybe get some direct shippers as connections before you go ahead and go ahead and, you know, you want to start your own authority. Gabby. Yeah. Nah. Uh, my question, my question, I'm sorry to cut you off, T Squin. Uh, you know, besides having a CDL, uh, what's the minimum requirements you need to get started in the industry, like as far as box trucking? It's in, into the trucker industry at all. Um, box trucks, well, obviously, you don't need a CDL. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, th yeah. There's really no minimum requirements. I mean, 18, you got to stay in the state. 21, you can leave the state if you're trying to go over road. But, I mean, there, there's no there's no other requirements other than just having a regular driver's license. Um, even if you have a SAP program, you know, if you're in the SAP program, you can still drive box trucks, um, you know, once you complete that program. Um, so there's really nothing holding you back from getting into the box truck business. That's why a lot of people, when they get into trucking, it's, it's the easier route. I mean, obviously, the, 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 the cheapest and the easiest route to get into the industry to me would be dispatching. But as far as, you know, um, driving a truck, there's no there's no minimum requirements for a box truck driver. Um, so. Um, and I think that's why a lot of people get into it. But understanding that, you know, dealing with box trucks, you're going to you're going to you know, the breakdowns are the same. The only difference <laughs> is have a trailer. Right. Those breakdowns are still costly. Those DLT mm -hmm. violations are still costly. Um, that first year audit, you know, when you first get your authority, that's another thing that people need to yeah. they need to they need to learn by leasing on so that you can even pass your audit once you get um into the trucking industry. And it is quite extensive. So um, you know, it's it's just those things, you know. You know, I always look at it like this when you lease on to a company, you automatically have a big brother, big sister, a mentor, right? So yeah, that helps you to be able to, you know, be successful in this industry. It's forever changing. So yeah. you know, you yourself to something you gotta establish some type of team somebody you can run ideas through yeah and they already got the network and the connection right so just tap in and yep. hey you might let them handle all the overhead and all that kind of yep. stuff and you may not have to worry about the insurance or you might get a discount on insurance if you got, right. if you got your own equipment absolutely um, you kind of you kind of went toward it um do you have a cdl yourself i don't nope. you know, in this in this game do you have to know how to drive a truck to be a part of transportation Absolutely not. I've been in it 10 years. Like I say, almost 10 years. I approach it from a business perspective. Um, even when you when, when you consider buying trailers and renting trailers out like mobile real estate, these are just mm -hmm. different that we that, you know that we've tapped into um, roadside assistance program. We had it as well. So, no, you don't have to have a, um, a CDL. And in fact, you don't even have to touch a truck. You don't even have to buy a truck to get into the trucking industry. That's why, um, that's why I tell people, man, it's, um, yeah. you know, it's, it's a it's a great industry. Um, you know, you got people that, you know, released from prison. They got a lot of prison programs out uh, yeah. trucking on um, people. You know, even in, in, in some prisons, you can actually you can actually obtain your CDL before you get out of prison. So, you know, I think trucking industry is one of those things that um, it's, 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 a, it's easy to tap into it depending on how you do it. Right. Um, but if you want to, you know, you want to get to that next level and scale and, and, and diversify your portfolio, you know, it's always mm -hmm. best to just attach yourself with somebody who's been there. Um, but this is a great industry to do it in. Um, it definitely is. Now, you got a lot of people. Uh, it's been on social media lately. A lot of people have been talking about the transportation industry has been going up and down. And right now, it's in the down period. You got a lot of people talking about they getting out, man. Ain't no money. The race is garbage. Um, I'm selling my equipment, all this kind of stuff. 
how have you been able to how has keep chunk transportation been able to sustain during this period of time and have you seen something similar to this in the past right yeah definitely um first of all i, I always laugh when i hear people say there's no money in trucking i always say you know when they say Jeez. it i say there's money in trucking you just don't know how to find it right you just don't know how to yeah. get it um you hear people say it's no money in trucking i'm you know I'm, it, it's dead and then you ask them what type of equipment they have and they have older equipment and it's not under warranty and some mm -hmm. of them are still trying to make money doing power only you this is not a, a get rich quick scheme this is not a fly by night industry right yeah. so say, you know man you making no money in trucking trucking is dead i always ask them like have you pivoted have you tried something different yeah you're not going to make money if you have a 2015 freightliner cascadia and it's breaking down every few days every every other week two three times a month um, and you don't have a trailer. That means that you haven't invested properly in this industry. You have to have money to sustain in this industry. People who are going out spending their lives and they don't have any working capital. Of course, it's going to be difficult for them. You know, if you have if you have a truck with no trailer right now, of course, it's going to be difficult for you. So I always ask them, have you tried a different trailer? Um, we know that, you know, it's easy to make 30, 32,000 a month with the with the flatbed in this industry. Of course, with, mm -hmm. with equipment that's going to get you there. Right. You don't see Walmart driving 2015 freight liners stuck on the side of the road, right? <laughs> you just don't see it. So, yeah. so when I when I see somebody who say that, yeah. I always try to look at their situation and why isn't it working for them? Um, but it works. I mean, I can name a lot of different ways to make money in truck without even owning a truck, right? So, yeah. um, so when people say it's dead, it's because of, of what they're doing. Um, and again, nine times out of ten, those are people who haven't paid for a consultation, they haven't paid for mentorship, they haven't leased on. They, um, you know, they haven't put invested money back into their, their business. You know, the trucking was booming not long ago. And I was asked them, what did you do to invest? If you already had a truck and you was in the industry two years ago, did you buy more equipment? Did you buy trailers? Did you have more than one trailer? Um, you know, I, I look at those things. What type of contracts do you have? Is there a reason why your drivers keep leaving your company? You got to look inside first. Yeah. Say a trillion yeah, dollar industry. Yeah. Yeah, we got to come in, man. <laughs> I'm put this on the screen, man. Let's see. Uh, we got a comment from man Jeff Clay, the one. How do you deal with women that attach themselves to you because you are a trucker and you are making good money? <laughs> oh man, we got to bring jump back in, Mike. We have a technical difficulty. Yeah. Let's see. We will get Mike back in. But that's a good question, man. That's, that's a, a real really good, good question, question, man. You know, whenever you make money, man, you know, they, uh, certain people come out, not just women, but family members and other things. <laughs> family members too, yeah. Yeah, come with oh, it. Oh, man. While I was, while, while running, uh, man, Swinton Transport, man, I had family members coming out the woodworks, uh, people I know with horrible work ethics asking me could they drive for yeah. me. And yeah. I'm like, I'm like, hell no, because yeah. I'm going to have to, you're going to disappear and I'm going to have to try to find where my equipment at. Exactly. You know, you've been you, you didn't quit every job, but you've been let go from every job. Or you go to jail more than you go to work. So yeah, people I'm people, like, nah, I can't people understand, man. Yeah, people understand, even though we're family, man. I still need somebody dependable and trustworthy. If you're not yeah. dependable and trustworthy, why would I trust you with my with my equipment, you know? Yeah, exactly, man. But uh <laughs> a lot of people know that some people know. In these days and time, man, there's some people that know that you know truck drivers and certain in certain trades. Uh, <laughs> oh man, brother Clay, hell now, nah. yeah. <laughs> uh, he it's, it's people that some people know that these certain trades and these certain fields pay a lot of money or they pay good money. What we consider yeah. good money, you know. And uh, some people prey on them people. They know. Yeah. So you say your job title, but yeah, you know, but, man. But, Go ahead. Also, man, you gotta think like this. You gotta think like this too, man. Like just because people are bringing in a lot of money, don't mean they got a lot of money. Cause think about it. If you make a million dollars and your bills nine hundred thousand, you, you ain't got no money. You know what I'm saying? So you exactly. gotta make sure you uh, you know, make sure you up on your finances the way you should should be. You know, kind of be a minimalist. You know? Yeah, man. Just uh, <laughs> don't try to keep up with the Joneses. But, but, uh, yeah, man. In the military, and I, and I, <laughs> yeah. Let's see. He said they're doing something with the feed. Yeah, it's always something, man. Yeah, just a know. new issue we've been having recently. You got some uh, virtual haters. 
virtual haters. But uh, and I'll give an example, man, of people uh praying on you because they know they know what kind of money you make. When I was in the military, me and my buddy went out one time. Yeah, and he's he had a, he was dating this girl. She lived in the projects. <laughs> so he said, "Hey, man, she got a friend. She asked me, could I bring somebody with me?'" And he uh, and he said, "Twin, you want to come with me?" I said, "Yeah, I'll go with you, man." I ain't had nothing to do. I just, got to, just want to get off the boat. So I ride with him, man. We go ahead to the projects. We hanging out. So we just chilling. We having a couple of drinks. And the one girl, she asked me, she asked me what my rank was. I told her my rank. She said, oh, so you make this much a month. I said, dang, she know it down to the penny. Wow. And then I, I said, man, how you know that? Well, my last dude, he was this. And this is how much he made. Yeah. And I was like, I said, dang. And then she had asked me what my boy was, and she knew exactly what he made. I said, hey, bro, we need to get up out of here. These girls got the pay chart mem- memorized. <laughs> 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 I said, man, we're in the wrong spot, man. These ain't who you want to be talking to. Yeah. Nah, you know? most definitely not, man. They after them, they after them, that, that money, man. They're going to trap you. Yeah. But, you know. But uh, man, if we can't get Mr. Mike Nails get- back in, we're gonna have to continue this on a, uh, a, a later date and time. But he got some yeah, good information for y'all, man. And we Baby, said we're gonna put yeah, his information right. across the screen because uh, if you want to reach out to Keep Trucking Transportation, man, you can reach him at keeptruckingtransportation.com. All right, keep truck keeptruckingtransportation.com. KTT. And let's see. <laughs> yeah man let me get to it so we got a comment man brother clay he said they were waiting on y'all <laughs> yeah kid had that, had that, that fishing beam. pole out yeah yeah had that fishing pole out <laughs> yeah yeah they knew this shoot oh girl the one that was talking to me she didn't want to talk no more because she already knew how much I made I said let's go bro <laughs> Let's go. But uh, also, too, man, if you want to get in contact with Mr. Michael Nims, he can be reached on IG at Maddie Daddy Time. His daughter's name is Maddie, so his, his IG handle is Maddie Daddy Time. And Keep Trucking Transportation. You can reach him on Instagram at that. And also, keeptruckingtransportation.com. But uh, a lot of we having technical difficulties with Mr. Mike Nims. We're going to get him back on a later date. But as always, man, your boy JB and T Swing will keep the show yeah. going. Hey, we from H Town, man. Yes, sir. Freestyle Kings. Well, we we get it in. Yeah, we gonna make it work. <laughs> exactly. Man, it was good. He getting out some. He got some gems though, man. He oh yeah, some gems for real. Yeah, and you got a lot of like you say. You got a lot of people complaining about transportation right now. He said they just don't know how to how to pivot. Do they have the right equipment? And a lot of times it would come down to, and a lot of times too, it come down to ego. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. People don't want to hear nothing from nobody else, especially if they think they, that you appear and they think you're on the same level as them. They don't want to hear nothing. Yeah, because like mm-hmm. when they say, man, you got to adapt or die, man. You got to yes, be able to uh, adapt adapt to what's going on now. You know, things don't exactly. stay the same. Things are going to constantly change. Yeah, and especially in the like, transportation, it, it, man, it's changing. It's changing like every day. Every month, rules and laws are changing. Let's see, man. Let's go ahead and say, I gotta have one little t shirt. <laughs> oh, yeah, yes, sir. MCABW, man, can't always be wrong. Podcast, yes, sir. We got you covered. And so, uh, but yeah, man, you just gotta know how to pivot and pay attention, man. And sometimes, man, you can't always be the leader, sometimes you got to play a position and be just a part of the team. As, oh, as yeah, he man. talked in about, you know, uh, that you don't necessarily need your MC or a DOT. You can sign on with a bigger company. These bigger companies are already established. They got the, they got the connections and the network already in place. Let them worry about the headache. You make your money. Sometimes everybody, sometimes everybody don't want to be a boss. Yeah, man, like, it's a lot of responsibility coming there. Not only that, man. Not only that, some people don't have the intelligence to be the boss. You know what I'm That's saying? That's true, too. So sometimes, man, you get that person who got the intelligence and that drive. Sometimes you got to take a back seat and just make that money. You ain't got to be, you yeah. ain't got to be in the person, the person leading it to make money. You can be the, the third, fourth, fifth guy and still yeah. make good money off of it, you know? 
So you always yeah. got to be the head, the big fish. If a person's more talented and more skilled at it, then you know, sometimes sit back and let him do his thing and yeah. go along for the ride. It's, I learn from him. I yeah. learn from him. Yeah. Oh, you never know, yeah, man. Yeah. That might lead. To, that might. That might lead to something else. You know, that's how you fall yeah. into things. Sometimes you just pivot, you know, move with the right people. You fall into yeah. stuff. Yeah, because you're not gonna, man. You're not gonna always be the best. It's gonna always be somebody better than you, oh, stronger no. than you, faster than you, smarter than you, quick with it, something. Yeah. Grind harder than you. Kick with so, it, man, man, you know, take a page out their book. But that's the I'm thing, though. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes just being, sometimes just being in the room is gonna, it's gonna get you paid. Yeah. You know, just being so, in, man, in the room. You gotta put like yourself people. around the people. You gotta put yourself around the people that's in them rooms or the people that's gonna get you in them rooms. Well, be authentic. Exactly. Be yourself, though. Yeah. Be yourself. And make sure you, whatever it is you choose to do, that you love to do it, because then it don't feel like work. Yeah, exactly. Man, if y'all didn't know, man, your boy T-Swin, I did the theme song for Mr. Uh, Michael Nims. He had an amazing rooftop mixer. Uh, and I provided a theme song for him, man, the Keep Trucking Transportation song, man. It is available now. It's streaming. It's on the Transportation and Music album. So if you liked it, man, stream and support. Reach out. Also, man, we're going to have to bring him back because he has information on funding, business funding. If you're wanting to get into the trucking yeah. game, hit up Mr. Michael Nims, man. He can point you in the right direction. He can get you guys funded so you can start your own business. You know? And like they say, there's more than one way to get in the game. Most As definitely. Brother Jeff Clay say, hey, there's more than one highway into the city. Yeah. All yeah. the time. More than Most one way definitely. to skin the cat. <laughs> Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, let's see. Man. But yeah, man. Go ahead, JB. Oh, no, I said, I said, I was disagreeing with you, man. There's always more than one road to anything, you know? Yeah. Anything, man. It's like, so just keep plugging that, whatever your dream and goal is, keep plugging at it, man. Yeah. Like we said, man, we'll get Mr. Michael Nils back on. We're going to bring him on a later date. We were having technical difficulties getting started. Yeah. Uh, man, but uh, we're going to get it back because the information is important. There's some people out there, especially people that follow T-Swin, uh, my page, this is, this information is a very important to them, you know, and it can help them out a lot. Yeah. So make sure y'all stay in tune and tap in and when we get most this definitely. thing back on again. Let's see. Mr. Clay, man, authenticity carries a frequency. Carries a frequency to love. Yeah. And just be yourself, man. Sometimes you can burn your own bridge or burn, you know, close the door opportunity trying to be somebody else. Make sure you are you at all times. All carries time. a higher frequency. Authenticity carries a higher frequency than love. Yeah. Yes, sir. And then, like, and then too, man, you won't drive yourself crazy trying to conform to something that you're not. Yeah. Don't let nobody get you out of character. Be you at all times, man. Don't, don't be afraid to be you when you walk around. Understand what kind of rooms you're in. You know what I'm saying? But be you. But don't try to play somebody else. Try to play as somebody else. Uh, it'll show in the end. If not immediately, it'll show in the end. And so, man, uh, with that said, me and JB, we about to get up out of here, man. Make sure you got to tap back in with us, though. Yeah, man. We're going we're gonna to try to run that run that uh, uh, run this episode back, man. Like I said, that man has yeah. a wealth of knowledge. You know, he's very intelligent yeah. man, very knowledgeable man. Show you how to, as he said, pivot, pivot in the industry, man. You gotta know how to pivot. Yeah, you gotta know how to pivot in any industry. So you got somebody who has the expertise and the knowledge, man. You definitely want to link up with him. Okay, man, patience. we got him back in the building. Bro, back on. Technical difficulties, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we can edit all this, bro. We get, okay, we good, 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 yeah. good, 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 good. That's, that's perfect. That's perfect. Okay, so you said you had a uh, a question um in the chat. Yeah, somebody, brother Clay came and said, "How do you deal with women that attach themselves to you because you're a trucker and you're making good money?" <laughs> Listen, man, he said, how, "How do you deal with it?" Um, you mean <laughs> that's a funny question? I ain't never had that asked. <laughs> <laughs> on, on yeah, I bet. Podcast, I bet. 
Yeah. Know, listen, they not adding no value to what you got going on, man. You better just keep trucking. You better just keep trucking. No pun intended. No pun intended, man. You know, yeah. a blessing or it could be a distraction. Right now, I'm I'm not with any distractions. You know, we got a lot of goals in mind, a lot of projects that we have coming up in 2024. Um, what mm -hmm. we trying to, and how strong we want to end in 23. Right now, you just got to stay laser sharp focused. Um, you know that, and that's just not women. This, you know, stand out the club. <laughs> yeah, maintain some of your bad habits, man. You know, when you yeah. really, when you really want to get to that next level, man, you cannot deal with any type of distractions. Friends, families don't even matter. You just got to focus on, you know, what you what you want to achieve, man. And we all know that the opposite sex can be a little distracting sometimes, man. Yeah. Especially oh yeah. When you, when you start to get a little a little bit successful, but then again, sometimes you do attract the right people. So. Um, just, you know, just bet it. Make sure that it's, you know, it's all for whatever you, you focused on. And if not, you know, just ignore them DMs, man. Ignore them text messages, man. Yeah. Now, I'm going to ask you a question. You're talk, you talking about the, like, the right circle, man. The, the, in, this, in this industry, in this business, did you start off with a certain team and then you had to change and re remove people, add people, take people out? You know um, I didn't, I didn't start to... off with a team. You know, unfortunately, I started off by myself, which is yeah. obviously that's a, that's not the way to, to jump into this industry. At least you gotta you gotta have you know yourself aligned with other people. Um, but you know, as far as you know, letting drivers go, unfortunately, uh, some staff members, you know, dispatchers, um, it happens, right? It happens. But um, uh, we're building a team now outside of keep trucking, which is something that we you know we're doing for the first time this year. And it seems to be working so far. So, you know, we'll see how far, how far, you know, it takes us. All right. What are some of the things you got coming up that you can let the people know about now? Uh, you know what? Funding. We're doing a lot of funding now. Um, it started with the first rooftop mixer. Um, and then, you know, we continued with the second rooftop mixer where we funded millions live, you know, at that, at those, those events. But since then, um, we've kind of put that number to shame, um, you know, funding the people in our, in our funding classes that we have, we, like I say, we just had a three day workshop that ended yesterday. Um, that's pretty big. And, you know, changing the game. Um, you know, I talked about old equipment, you know, people with no trailers. So mm -hmm. what, what we what we noticed is that, you know, you may have companies, smaller companies like myself, 20, you know, 20 trucks or less. And um, they just don't have those resources. Right. So we, we, we kind of developed a blueprint where it's, you know, get the funding, buy your truck and trailer, of course, flatbed or better, right. Stand away from um, the drive-ins, the reefers, yeah. just kind of tapping more into the specialized freight. Um, having a, the rest of the money for your working capital, make sure your truck is under warranty. Um, so that program was really kind of spearheaded and started with the initial getting everybody funded and then just following that program all the way through, um, making sure that we have weekly classes for the people who are getting funded and leasing on. Mm -hmm. um, so really just kind of changing the game that way. The, the, the people that, that unfortunately you know can't sustain in this industry are the ones with older equipment no working capital um if you're in the semi game no trailer or or, mm -hmm. or driving right so we're we're creating that that um that position to where people can kind of you know get the funding get the right equipment yeah. um and they still have that working capital stay afloat so that's one that we are doing uh pretty big uh pretty big and right now that's what we're focusing on we're doing a lot of marketing um a lot of behind the scenes marketing right mm -hmm. um, using ad spends to kind of reach more people more people than, than what's just on our social media platforms. Yeah. And it's a lot of time, it's a lot of money, it's a lot of energy, but it's, it's something that the industry definitely needs. Um, every day I'm getting calls. I just got a call before this podcast where um, I spoke to a gentleman a year ago, I gave him the blueprint, he didn't follow it. So I heard, here we are a year later, he's like, man, you know, I think I'm just gonna have to lease on now or sell my equipment. So, mm -hmm. um, so we're seeing the results already from people who are taking trucking into a, a different type of approach. So that's one big thing. Mm -hmm. Of course, we're gonna do another rooftop mixer in March um but right now we're just focusing on these classes right. so um so yeah that, that's that's what we're working on now when it comes to the funding hey. this it might be some people out there that they don't even know that they're available right or qualify for funding uh, right. um what would you say to them and what's like um, well, what's the basic requirements to, to be uh qualified for this well for the zero percent interest on um, cards right 12 months a month to 24 months you have to have at least a 700 fico score um and, and your business could be new your llc or ein could be new um that's not what what the banks are looking for they're really focusing more on that uh, on that fico score and then they have a cfi program which for people who don't have um that 700 fico score um and that's fine you know you just have to have a really solid business plan um and so we use um tools like uh, chat gpt to kind of help um you know ai for, to kind of help put together those business hmm. plans since we know 
mostly what the banks are looking for. Um, and that, and that's the business. That's the business team. Our business funding coach, you know, deals more directly with the funding process. Um, I'm more so just focused on, you know, the leasing on process after they get funded. Um, but there's a lot of things, you know, you have grants, of course, they're usually they're smaller in value, but you do have a lot of grants um, mm -hmm. that, that you can seek. And, you know, obviously you don't have to pay grants back, especially if you're using it, you know, the right way, of course. Um, but really just kind of educating people on the proper way to do trucking, which is to get that funding. I've seen a lot of people pay cash for the trucks, you know, 15, 16, mm -hmm. 50,000 cash, but then they can't afford the insurance or they can't afford the second breakdown yep. that they have. Right. So um, it's really been counterproductive. So it's, it's important that you take advantage of the initial funding. Um, so, for example, if a truck is one hundred thousand and we get you approved for one hundred thousand, you don't spend that 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 entire bag on that truck. You spend that deposit, which is about twenty to thirty thousand. You take another ten thousand, use that for your deposit for your trailer. Right. So now you got sixty, seventy thousand that you can use for working capital to keep that that, you know, your equipment afloat or, you know, expand in other areas in trucking. Now, how can people get in contact with you? Uh, they want to get more information about the funding. Oh, man. Um, at Maddie Daddy Time, you can DM me. You can go to keeptruckingtransportation.com website, and you can fill out the little job form on someone to get back in touch with you. Um, we do. We go live a lot. And, you know, a lot of the game that we give, you know, pretty much people say, man, just watching your lives, two, three lives, that's a, that's a training class for free. And that's why exactly. we do it. That's why we do it. Um, we, like I said, we just had another training class, a three-day um, we go over things like AI, how to use AI to, to, to push your business. Um, of course, all things trucking, all things business funding. Um, but but yeah, Maddie Daddy Time. Uh, you can you can follow me there at uh, M A D D Y D A D D Y T I M E, um, or you can just um, you know like I said, go to keeptruckingtransportation.com and you can fill out your information on the job form. All right, we got to keep truckingtransportation.com going across the bottom of the screen. Make sure y'all tap in, write that down, save it, man, save it in your favorites. So you can go look it up later. Also, like you said, it's Instagrams. This is how you can get in contact with them. At Maddie Daddy Time and at Keep Trucking Transportation on IG. Absolutely. Tap in. Tap into those lives, man. They're very informative. I vouch for it, bro. You get a I lot of game. I appreciate you give, it. You give you a lot of game. Some of these people won't give you. Right. You're trying to get the knowledge that's going to help you yeah, be able to sustain definitely. in this industry. Well, other people, you got a bunch of people out there claiming to be gurus. And they, <laughs> they, they, they in and out. They in and out. They disappear. Right? right, they disappear when it get going good again, then they show up again, right? You know what I'm saying? Because they're trying right. to get you, <laughs> right? Right, you know, people say all the time, man. You know, I first of all, I'm not an influencer, I'm not a guru, I'm not a self proclaimed guru. You know, we just like to give um every ounce of what we've been through, you know, in the last 19 years when we do these lives and we do these classes. Um, that's why we don't really charge that much for the classes $97 for um, for you know, general admission, $197 for VIP, but we give thousands and thousands of dollars worth of game on, on on these uh on these training classes you know it's important that you learn from um people who have experience you know it's, it's one thing to for you to take a class and then go and teach it a week or, or a month later but when you're dealing with people that have like real experience that have been through everything you can think of in the trucking industry um and just really want to be regurgitated so that you don't have to experience those same those same hurdles that we had to, to overcome um you know the difference between us is you know we don't hold nothing back we just giving the game away, you know, um, the game don't got to be sold all the time. Right. So, exactly. um, so, you know, it's different when you tap in with us, with you know, compare, and then it's the access to be able to sit down and really have access with the people that's teaching the classes or the, or the owner of the company. Right. Um, that access is important. You know, when you take these classes, you want to be able to follow up with some questions that you may or may not have, or may or may not thought about during that actual class. So, um, so, you know, it's, it's, it's important that you got that access, that continued education. Yes, sir. Man, y'all getting some good game, man. Make sure y'all hit the like yeah, button. I want to ask you a question. <laughs> I want to ask you a question about the, the future the future of trucking. What do you think about these self-driving vehicles? And you think they're going to get advanced enough to where they're actually going to be able to move uh, loads back and forth? How do you think it's yeah, going to yeah. in, influence yeah. the trucking industry? I, I think, listen, I think any technology that works is good, right? You just got to learn how to benefit from it. Mm -hmm. um, now I don't think within the next, you know, four or five years, you know, it's going to be so many that it's going to put a lot of trucking businesses, you know, uh, a lot of trucking companies out of business at some point, you know, 20, 30 years down the line. Um, it may be. But that's why you hear me say all the time, you got to pivot before you force to pivot. When you see certain things happening, you have mm -hmm. to tap into other lanes in trucking. Don't get so bogged down with that one lane you've been in for, you know, five, six, seven, ten years. 
you know, in any type of business, my motto is this, you master that lane, you master that lane until you're able to teach it. And then you move on to another lane while still, you know, seeking the profits from the initial lane. You just, you just gotta be able to pivot. You know, the people that stuck with, with one way to make money in a trillion dollar industry, I always, I always wonder why, like what, what, what makes them just stay stagnant? Um, so, you know, there's a lot of people that scare. Oh man, you got these autonomous trucks coming. What are we going to do? You better learn how to get money another way in trucking, just in case <laughs> it gets to the point where you can't get money with that old truck that you got. You got to change yeah. the game. Um, and you, you hear me say it a lot because to hear that an industry that's you're approaching trillion dollars is dead. To me, I laugh at it. You know, yeah. you just can't stay a dinosaur. You got to do other things. Mm-hmm. I just I just look at it with like almost anything else. Uh, when a certain adapt or die, when, as they say, right? Yeah. Yep. When people start, when a certain group of people start making money, the rules start changing. Oh, absolutely. You just, you just gotta learn how to adapt and move with it. With and, you know, they keep moving the goalposts, but you just gotta learn how to keep playing the game. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, and, and that and that's what you see, even with different laws that's that's coming out. Um, even even with dispatching, you know, you know, wanting to make sure that most dispatchers, if they're not doing it the correct way, you know, you need to go get a broker's license. It's always going to be something. Um, you know, the, what I don't like to see is people just ride the wave, um, and then and then not thinking that that wave is going to end at some point. That's why they say ride exactly. the wave, right? So you you ride it, um, but then but then you get people that stuck there, and then those are the same ones that's bad mouth in the industry that runs the country, which just makes no sense to me. Gotcha. Now, man, you got the saying, trucking paid for it. Absolutely. Now, what has trucking done for you outside of the business and, uh, like, help you, like, achieve certain goals or start other businesses outside of tra transportation? Well, one, achieve certain goals. Everybody know my, my daughter is my, you know, she she's that that catalyst for me. She goes to the best school in Georgia. I mean, you, I mean, this is this is one of those most, you know, top elite schools. And if it wasn't for trucking, I wouldn't be able to afford that 3200 a month, right? Um, yeah. So when I say truck and pay for it, it's not just, you know, it's not the flights and, the, you know, the vacations. It's the things that can can really leave a legacy for you. Right. Um, create paths that's so much easier for my daughter to achieve than it was when I did it. And so to me, that's that's more important than even opening another business. When I say truck and pay for it, um, you know, I really mean, you know, the lifestyle that my kid lives. Right. The place she lives in, the school she goes to, um, the 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 events that she's able to attend, going to Emory for a week out the summer. These are things that um, we would never be able to have access to when I was growing up. Not just, not because, you know, mama didn't love us, just because she couldn't afford to send us to those places. So yeah. um, so that, that's what I mean by trucking paid for. Trucking is leaving a, a legacy behind um, so that, you know, that, that last name means something. Um, as far as other businesses, you know, obviously going from box trucks to semis, learning how to rent trailers out, buy trailers and rent them out. You know that twelve hundred to fourteen hundred a month residual. It's a business within itself. Um, opening a roadside service. It's a business within within itself. Uh, being able to pay for fuel up front to be able to you know get that percentage on the back end. That's a another stream of income within itself. So you know we didn't just stop at trucks. We didn't just stop at box trucks. We didn't stop at you know getting a semi with no trailer. We just always wanted to tap into different things. Um, even consultations, uh, buying trucks from you know now officially a branded bastion at Aero Truck Sales. Um, that's, that's what, what that's what the, yeah, that, that's, that was pretty dope to get that, um, to get that news, um, uh, recently because we've been buying a lot of trucks from there and they wanted to partner with us, um, having them sponsor events, you know, that's, that's when I say truck and pay for it, Yeah. The actual truck has allowed these different doors to be open, right. Being in rooms that, um, you, you know, your name spoken in rooms that you, that you don't even walk in. That's, that's the yeah. what trucking was able to, to, to do. And then, you know, what we can do with that type of energy is amazing. So. So yeah, when I say truck and pay for, yeah, the trips is dope. I'm not gonna lie, the lifestyle is pretty cool. <laughs> but um, but when I yeah. look at uh the school she go to, you know, it's like a little college. Like it's actually her school is looks better than Howard. Like it's, it looks like a real college yeah. to to be able to attend something like that at the, at the um, age of 12, 11 is is pretty dope. I'm going yeah. to her second year, and you know, so um, so that I just you know I can't wait to see what trucking the imprint that it has on my daughter's life, right? Just to, you know, to, she's so spoiled and don't even realize it. Yeah. Um, yeah. To, to see her parent being able to work from home. Um, I think that's a that's what trucking paid for, to get my time back so I can spend, yeah. you know, all day with my kid. Yesterday we was everywhere, you know, we was tearing Atlanta up and um, I don't gotta get back at <laughs> eight o'clock in the morning unless I want to. Yeah, right. so that, that's what trucking yeah. pays for, man, it's different. I didn't have a relationship with my, with my dad growing up, even though he was in the house. 
Um, he barely was, right? So to, to for her to be able to, you know, have Halloween parties, right, and, and, and have the option to not want to get gifts for Christmas, right? Like these are things that, mm-hmm. um, that you know, that truck can pay for. Employing people fresh out of prison, giving them an opportunity, getting, you know, drivers that come home from prison doing 10 years, next thing you know, they're a company driver, and now they got their own truck, and they, and, you know, they got their own sense of freedom. Yeah. Um, they don't have to be told what to do, right? You know, you, you spend that much time in prison, you get so used yeah. to being told what to do. And then, yeah. you know, for us to be able to, um, you know, help him yeah. get his own truck and trailer and, and talk to his mom on the phone and see her reaction and see her son doing something that even he didn't think was possible, you know, yeah. that's what trucking pays for. So, you know, that, I, I like that phrase because you could you can go a lot of different places with it. Yeah. Man. So uh, for the listeners out there, man, who are aspiring to be entrepreneurs, or leaders, what advice would you offer for achieving success in this competitive world of transportation and logistics? Oh man, one, if you're getting into the trucking industry and that's that's what your you know your aspiration is, I would always say take a dispatch training class. And I say this because it prepares you for the actual part of like if you if you're really taking a class from someone who's teaching it from an owner perspective, it prepares you for what's really going to happen you know what happens at those shippers receivers you know how do you communicate with your broker how do you get direct customers um man you know what's federal filers how do you hire the right driver what's the right truck and trailer you need these are mm-hmm. things you can learn in a dispatch training class and and or a mentor um so so you know to to invest 150,000 for your truck and trailer in this industry if it's if it's decent equipment but you don't invest 3 400 dollars on a on a training class or four or five hundred on a mentor to me is hustling backwards it's foolish yeah. this industry ain't nothing to play with um it's not it's not a t-shirt brand this is not a hair salon right um this <laughs> yeah. is this is big boy business like you really got to know this stuff before you buy your first anything um yeah. you just have to so you know if you're going to get in this industry the very first thing you need to do is just get you a mentor just pay for their time you know, yeah. and it may not even be for you. This trucking is all day, every day. You see, I'm trying to hurry and do a podcast and, and, and move around and handle things at the same time. It's, it's it's a constant hustle. It's a constant grind. There is no days off. There is no holiday. Mm-hmm. There's no birthdays. If you really want to do this trucking for yeah. real, that first year, you got to know what it means to bear down. Like, that's what I mean by bear down. You can't yeah. have any distractions or it's going to eat you up. A simple mistake could cost you ten, twenty thousand dollars $20,000, right? So yeah. you, you got to know what you're doing in this in this game. It's not to sell mentorship. Yeah. You don't have to use me as a mentor, but you definitely need to get one. You definitely need to get somebody who's been doing this. And not to say you got to pay for their time. You, you know, a simple conversation will go a long way in this industry. That's the first thing. You got to educate yourself. Education's the only equalizer. Don't spend no money out here because your boy told you it was going to be a good industry. It's a sweet <laughs> lick. It don't work like that. It don't yeah. work like yeah. that. This is, this is federally regulated for a reason. Yeah. So um, they will know, come see you. Yeah, they gonna come knock right at your yeah. front door. Like they gonna come find you. They gonna come see you. They they not playing. These citations are serious. They have to be yeah. paid. Like you know, you gotta have the money right before you can tap into into trucking. Um, I think yeah. the people that are really successful in it are people who come from other backgrounds, people who already had a business and they understand how to run a business, um, the proper way. And then you tap into trucking, and it makes it a lot easier. Um, but don't do like I did. Don't just jump. I'm gonna jump off the porch. Right, you're gonna <laughs> behind right back on that porch. I promise yeah. you that. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, ain't no jumping off the porch and truck. You know? yeah. Ain't no easy way to do it either. Yeah. Yeah, it takes a certain type of person, hey, man. To just a little bit man. about. Go ahead, JB. I was gonna say this a little bit. I hear you talk a lot about dispatching. What exactly does a dispatcher do in trucking? Oh man, really? It's uh they're pretty much like that liaison between the carrier the driver and the broker of course the you know the, the customer gets the loss to the broker the broker gets into the dispatcher dispatcher then gets into the carrier um and and so um and so that's what they do they pretty much negotiate the rates and terms and conditions on that load by by um you know on behalf of that carrier so it's, it's an important job i mean you know they, they talk to the brokers the customers shippers receivers the drivers the owner operators insurance you know dispatchers talk to to pretty much everybody permits dot if you get pulled over so it's a lot of things that a dispatcher handles and and that's why it's important because it's the only part in trucking that deals with everybody and everything um so that's why it's important to know that role Captain. man one thing i experienced while i was uh while i was on the road is uh 
people trying to dispatch. They didn't know what kind of they didn't know anything about the equipment. They trying to give you a load and it can't even fit or it's right. not. It's, you know, they don't know anything. They just trying to get. They just trying to get a quick dollar. Right, right. You know, the mm-hmm. box trucks. But I ran one in like nine years. But you know, some 90, uh, 97-inch clearance, some 100, 110, 101, yeah. 26 pallets. If you double stack up, stacking them, how much weight can you <laughs> hold? Ten thousand pounds. And yeah. I kind of still know a little bit about box trucks. But yeah. you know, it's crazy. You know, when you're doing this dispatch, and this is again, you got to run it from an owner perspective. How much drive time do they have? Are they a nighttime driver, daytime driver, right? Yeah. How much more time is on the clock so you can know if they can pick that next load and drop it on time? Um, how do you get your lumpers? Like, you know, it's so much that you got to learn with this dispatching. But number one is a communication with the driver. Yeah. Um, and, you know, a, a lot of people are selling dispatch training courses. Um, yep. you know, but they just to me, I just think a lot of information wasn't wasn't given. You know, you take a dispatch training class and don't know how to solicit a carrier. That that mean that class is worthless. Right. So. Exactly. Um, but that dispatcher is an important position. It's like it's like it's really like the quarterback. If you're thinking of a football yeah. perspective. You know, the, the drivers out of the wide receivers and the running backs. Right. Um, you know, you got your blockers. That's you know, that's your, 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 uh, uh, your, you know, your blockers are probably like your compliance team. And then you got the defense, D.O.T., breakdown, you know what I'm <laughs> insurance payment, payroll. Yeah. The opposition. That's what it is. going to stop you. It's the op. It's going to stop you from getting yeah. that load drop, tire blowout. The load ain't ready, right? So, yeah. Um, but but trucking is dope, man. It's, it's it's really a good industry. If you think you know you out there and you listening, you thinking about getting into trucking, just make sure you know you take a couple classes first before you spend and invest any of your money. Yeah, man. If ain't, if ain't no drivers in the seat, man, the wheels ain't turning. Wheels ain't so, turning. Uh, dispatchers, you got to take care of your drivers, mm-hmm. and uh, man, respect them. They not just yeah. a uh, they not just a little dot on the screen. Just moving from city to city. Right. They're right. Actually right. human beings. They got right. families. They got lives. Absolutely. Absolutely. JB, you got you got one more? Yeah, man. Uh I was just wondering, man. Uh I heard you like really into like the like buying trailers, right? Is that is that like a whole nother lane? A whole nother Absolutely. like way to make money in the trucking industry. This this running trailers by themselves, like owning trailers. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I, like I like I was saying before, I you know, I look at buying trailers like mobile real estate. There's really no difference. You know, either you're yeah. gonna buy them, put a little money into them, you know, fix them up, flip them and sell them. Um, just like real estate, or you're gonna buy them, fix them up a little bit, or maybe not even have to fix them up and rent them out. Um, so um, you know, there's there's so many different ways to make money with the trucking industry trailer is to me it's just it's that residual you know if you got the right contract in place which we do you know you're not responsible for the maintenance um or the insurance so at this point you're just you're just giving that box away and you're just you know six month 12 month contracts that 1214 you know 1400 a month depending on the trailer you're making model that's just residual and you do that 10 times a month that's fourteen thousand a month um most people bills don't don't accumulate to fourteen thousand a month so you can essentially with 10 box trucks retire yourself as you know, box trucks gonna last a lot longer than the actual truck, so it's a it's a pretty solid investment. Um, and I would you know I would I would suggest every five years just go ahead and sell the box truck. Go ahead and get you you know with that 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 money, go ahead and buy another box truck or two. You know we've seen the industry prices on this equipment go skyrocket. Mm-hmm. Um, which at that time, just like stocks, it's time to sell, right? So you know if you spend thirty thousand on a trailer and now it's worth forty five, go ahead and sell that trailer, profit that fifteen, invest that thirty back. And just run the play all over again so um that's why i love this trucking industry when people say dead i just gave you a fourteen thousand dollar play and it don't take long to do it like yeah. they really don't so um so you know it's, it's, it's just uh getting with the right people aligning yourself with, with people who've been in this industry long enough to learn how to turn a dollar or two um that don't mind giving you the resources and the tools to be successful that's what you need to look into when you consider leasing on with the company what value do they have outside of whatever position that you came to them in Right. That's mm-hmm. how you scale. You know, if you come to me with one truck and no trailer, um, well, first, we're not going to lease you one with no trailer. We just, we just not, <laughs> we're not doing that. Right. It's, it's not going to work. Yeah, for you. Yeah. So well. you know, you come with you know, one truck and one trailer. The goal is to help you um, learn from our mistakes, you know, and um, and learn from what we've learned in the industry, which is the how to how to reinvest. And hopefully you you know, you leave us, you'll leave with three trucks, four trucks, five trailers. Mm-hmm. So, um, that's always the goal. Yes, sir. Yeah, you, you help people how to scale. Show people how to scale and help them scale up. Yep. Um, yep. A lot of people just don't know. A lot of people yep. just don't know. Yeah. Don't know they might need somebody else. 
some people want to do everything by themselves. They don't feel like hiring anybody else on. They don't trust nobody. Right. Nope. So why you in business? I said, I said, well, why you in business? If you, if you, if you can't build your team and you can't establish trust in other people, then how do you expect your business to be successful? Right. You mm -hmm. have to be able to align yourself with people um, in order for you to, you know, for you to grow, for you to, for you to get out that rut. You know, you, again, these just older trucks are breaking down. That money, you know, yeah. the money that week, now you got to pay for repairs. Your driver's tired of sitting at the hotel. And all because <laughs> you didn't invest the money properly, take that yeah. same money you paid cash for a truck and go and get you a note with a warranty. It alleviates a lot of issues. Now, um, man, I was at the barbershop the other day, and the person cutting my hand said they, they drove a truck for two years. They got yeah. out. They said they were working for an owner-operator. And then I say, man, uh, so how would y'all make your money? Were y'all living off the low board? And that person said, yeah, we was living off the low board. I'd be stuck somewhere sitting in the city in the parking lot, trying to, waiting on them to try to find a load. And they said it wasn't for me. They said, so they went to barber school after that. Okay. What would you say to people that's trying to live off the low board? Uh, you know what? Um, obviously, when you first start your MC, we talked about the difference between having your motor carrier number and least annoying. Um, that's one of the issues, that you have to live off that low board. Um, it's easy. You got to you got to really create those relationships with those brokers. To me, when you get to that point where you can just pick up your phone, you can type a state in or type a mm -hmm. city and a broker pops up in your number and you've already had, you know, back and forth. I don't know how many times via text message. That's when you know you establish that relationship with that broker. You should be able to just pick up your phone, put what city they're going to. Broker should pop up with that city information in there with the low, what the rate normally paid, where it picked, where it dropped. And you should be able to text that broker. That's how good you, you, you should be. Living off that low board, you got to understand the low board is the scraps. That's where all the, the lows go that they couldn't get off, right? That they didn't yeah. have a relationship with the broker I'm speaking on. So um, so those lows are not what you want to live off of. But I'm pretty sure if that truck was sitting, they probably didn't have any specialized freight. They probably were dealing with, with dry vans, um, which is oversaturated, which is always going to be a saturated um, entity of trucking. But when you start dealing with specialized freight, your reefers, your flatbeds, your step decks, your RGNs, you, you're going to not only have loads available because there's not a lot of truck drivers with those trailers, you know, RGNs, uh, step decks. Mm -hmm. so, um, so it's easy to find freight. And then it's easy to build relationships with those brokers because you don't have like, you know, you got a million driving. Yeah, you're not wrestling with everybody have, for the same. You know, right. A hundred thousand flatbed loads. And so the brokers that have your specialized freight, it's easier to build those relationships with them because they're not dealing with as many customers as somebody with a driving. Well, it makes sense. Right. So, yeah. um, so that's why, you know, if you change your trailer type and you build those relationships with those specific brokers, you really shouldn't just be living off a low board. But that, that's the point of what I'm saying. When you're a new person, you have a new MC, that's why your truck is probably sitting, right? Um, and that's why you're getting those lower rates. Brokers, when they first thing about a broker action, when you're booking a load, what's your MC, right? They don't even care about mm -hmm. your MC. Right now, they just, at that point, they just, they sizing you up. They want to know what type of freight you got, what type of uh, 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 trucks you got, you know, what type equipment, of equipment yeah. you How many yeah. pieces of equipment do you have? How long have you been in business? Um, and so when you, and that's why his, you know, his truck was probably sitting, he didn't, that only didn't establish those relationships. Yeah. Um, but when you lease on, you go with an age, you know, an age MC, somebody who's been in the business nine times out of 10, you're not going to find yourself sitting like that. Yeah. Yeah. For those that don't know, your MC is kind of like your social security number. Absolutely. Yeah. All your information pop up. They Absolutely. got a report card on you. Absolutely. They know, they know whether you do good business or bad business. Absolutely. They know if you got insurance or not. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So I've seen some. I've seen some people, man. They couldn't even get a load. They they got called for the load, but they couldn't take because they couldn't produce the insurance. Yeah. Right. How you don't have a COI on deck? That should be in your exactly. Favorite, right. Um. For those that don't know the COI, a certificate of insurance. Um. You know, if you can't produce it, that means you don't have none. Because <laughs> I mean, exactly. That, you know, it's like saying yeah. you can't driver's license, man. You got to be able to produce that. Exactly. Now, for people that's driving, what kind of certifications would you require them to, to have? Like a Twit card, hazmat endorsement, triples, doubles? What? Um, you know, on our team, you know, we're not running triples and doubles. Um, CDL, at least two years experience, clean NVR. Um, if it's flatbed, you know, same thing, at least two years experience, clean mm -hmm. NVR. Those are pretty much, you know, no SAP program right now. We did used to hire SAP, but right now we kind of stand away from it. Um, but those are those requirements, you know, if you got your CDO five years and you've been in six, seven jobs, you know, we definitely not going to hire you on um, consistency. You know, people that's looking to grow with the company, those, those mm -hmm. are the requirements um, as far as owner operators, new equipment, 
Um, definitely got to have a trailer. It doesn't have to be a flatbed, although we prefer a flatbed. Um, but those are those are pretty much the requirements there. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I've seen some good. I've seen some good paying jobs with a flatbed. Absolutely. Because I got a partner. I got a buddy here in Houston, man. He just do three jobs a day. Mm-hmm. He made fifteen hundred dollars a day. Five hundred. Five hundred. Each load, he done by noontime. He got five trucks. None of his trucks even leave the city. I love it. I love exactly. it. I love he, it. He's loving life. His whole life has changed. I remember when he was in a little one-bedroom apartment, little bitty car. Now he got him some land, mm-hmm. boat, everything. Everything, bikes, everything good. Truck and pay for it. I love it. <laughs> exactly. exactly, man. It's a lifestyle. Yeah. <laughs> Well, man, we appreciate you coming on and, and, and sharing the knowledge with us, man. And like we said, man, if y'all want to tap in, yeah, make sure y'all go to keeptruckandtransportation.com. It's on the bottom of the screen. Y'all get this knowledge, man. Get a consultation with Mr. Michael Nims. Tap in with him, man. Uh, and also, too, make sure make sure you go to that link. And also, if you want to tap into him on IG, you can go to Matty Daddy Time, at Matty Daddy Time on IG, or at Keep Truck and Transportation. I appreciate it. Yes, sir, man. We appreciate you, bro. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. Thanks for having me. I got to come back on the show, yeah, too. Thank you so much. Oh, hell yeah. Good meeting man. you, brother. Yeah, most definitely. Yes, sir. And we're going to... Me, too. We're going to take it out of here on the theme music, man. Yeah, play my song, man. Yes, appreciate sir. Let's song get it. <laughs> play my song. Oh, yeah. <laughs> get it. <laughs> if you really want to win, my friend, then keep trucking. Uh, uh, this is not a game, the name is keep trucking. If you really want to win, my friend, then keep trucking. Tell them this is not a game, the name is Keep You wanna be like Mike, Mike and join the winning team You gotta have the mind grind, drive in the dream You love to negotiate and elevate from your chit-chat Get paid to talk on the phone, learn how to dispatch Increase your clientele, we show you how to scale Get it off the boat, off the plane, off the rail And if you need a driver, got a truck and wanna listen on Trailer rental mentorship, homie, we can put you on Learn about the business, how to get into the transportation Follow Maddie Daddy time. time. Book a consultation while you wait. Don't you want to know what's really happening? Hit up Maddie Daddy right now for all your factories are tapping in. To this higher power, come and get your blessing. Need a way to take care of the fam, come and get your lesson. Looking for a change, I know you're praying for it. When they ask you how you did it, tell them trucking paid for it. Keep trucking. If you really want to win, my friend, then keep trucking. <laughs> man, we appreciate you, man. Thanks for coming on with us. Uh, man, keep trucking, man. It's available on Spotify, all music streaming platforms, man. Show your support. Make sure you go to the actual website, Keep Trucking Transportation, man, and tap in. Mr. Michael Nev, man. The fresh OG. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Get that lesson. As the song said, get the lesson. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Appreciate y'all for having me. Yes, sir. Please. Thank you, bro. Yeah, man, Mr. Michael Nils, man, keep trucking transportation, man. We appreciate them coming on the show, man. If you want to get this info again, make sure you tune in. Rewatch the episode if you missed anything, man. Or go to his IG, go to the website, man, and tap in and get that information. If you're looking into getting transportation and you want somebody with knowledge and experience to help you, go to him. We all need mentors and like even mentors have mentors. You know? It's easy in life, oh, man. Definitely. You got somebody who already got the knowledge in the game instead of bumping your head and <laughs> and learning and learning from being hard headed. Yeah, definitely cut cut your time down, man. Your, your time is the most important thing you have, man. So For go real. ahead and get somebody already already done, uh went through the all the hard stuff and already had the knowledge for you. So let's yes, definitely sir. tap in. Yes, sir, man. Well, this has been another amazing episode. <laughs> I'm talking about extraordinary episode of the Men Can't Always Be Wrong podcast. You know what I'm saying? Uh, thank y'all for tapping oh, in those that stay, that stay tuned in. Thank you. We appreciate you, man. I hope we're going to get this episode, you know, you, right man. back up. Uh, 
man, be man, y'all tap into us, man. Stay tuned, man. We got more to come, more special guests. Uh, next month we'll be Most celebrating our one year anniversary. You know, one year going strong. You know, what I'm saying strong. there's been some bumps, been some bumps in the road. <laughs> yeah, we thirty we thirty eight episodes in. We thirty eight yes, episodes sir. in. So, as always, man, make sure you, make sure you hit the like button, man. Subscribe, comment, share, man. Go to uh, MCABW Podcast at Gmail, man. Tap in with your boys, man. Go to CTRMediaNetwork.com. Hit the icon with the men can all be wrong on there. Fill out a registration form. If you'd like to come on the show. Tap in with us if you like to advertise with us, man. Shout out to the King's Daughter Today podcast. Shout out to Mr. Jeff Clay, the one, and his Wind Down Wednesdays and his True Sessions on Saturdays. Tap in, man. A shout out to Fran Formai. Shout out to CTR Media Network, making it all possible. Shout out to Miss She Trucking for uh, hooking me and Mr. Michael Nims or Mr. Keep Trucking uh, together. She put us in the same room. I was able to make a song for him, man. And, you know, we did business. And it all worked out lovely. Uh, <clears throat> tap in, man. Tap in, man. You, you you get on with us, man. You become part of an amazing network. And you'd be surprised what kind of doors it can open exactly. up for you. Exactly. So. And you'd be surprised on who 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 had your eye on you, too, because we're all in all kind of different countries, man. So. Yeah, man. The men can't always be wrong. CTR Media itself is in uh, 350 million listeners in over 70-plus countries. The men can't always be wrong themselves. We're a part of that, but we also have our own 50-something countries that we're in. Get your business, your voice, your ideas yeah. in front of the people. Tap in with you guys, man. It's your guy, T-Swin. And your boy, J-Bean. And we up out of here. CTR Media Network is now accepting new podcasters to join our growing network that's reaching 350 million global listeners. Have you heard? CTR Media Network offers podcast production, podcast training, distribution, and product placement. Book us for your next event or schedule an interview with CTR Media Network podcasters today. To learn more, go to ctrmedianetwork.com. The time is now, the time is here Round up the soldiers and lend me your ear Pick your head up, stick your chest out Be strong, listen closely Cause men can't always be wrong the time is now, the time is here Round up the soldiers and lend me your ear Pick your head up, stick your chest out Be strong, listen closely Cause men can't always be wrong Men can't always be Men can't always be Men can't always be wrong Men can't always be Men can't always be Men can't always be Men can't always be wrong Men can't always be huh. What up everybody, it's your guy T-Swing As you know, I was recently featured in the Magazine's March issue for my transportation music Well, the wait is finally over The transportation music is here now Man, you can play it, stream it, download it Buy it, man, spread the word Good, clean music that jams be a part of history in the making, man. The first ever all transportation music album ever. On genre, transportation music. Ride what you got, T Swing. Let's get it. Yes, let me show you how to pick it up and move it. Homie, this is transportation music. Something that ease your mind while you're cruising. Homie, this is transportation music.